Captain Dex Barubi and his co-pilot, Henley Starr, watched the instruments as the Airbus A320 picked up the ILS signal 35 miles from the airport and began a slow bank to the right for final approach. They watched the compass needle work its way around to 90 degrees for a landing on runway 9R at Philadelphia International. The airspeed was now at 240 knots and the altimeter read 12,500 feet. As the plane leveled off and crossed the 30-mile marker, the airspeed automatically adjusted down to 220 knots, and the altitude descended through the 10,000-foot mark. In the cabin, the passengers heard the bong, indicating it was time to fasten seatbelts. The few people standing returned to their seats. The seated passengers went about the task of putting away belongings and snapping seatbelts. The mechanical voice came on the intercom and droned the same message that frequent flyers had heard many times. Flight attendants, please prepare the cabin for landing. Passengers, fasten your seatbelts, turn off all electronic equipment, and stow all personal belongings. Make sure your seat backs are upright and your food trays are in the vertical, locked position. The flight attendants walked the aisles and verified compliance. One passenger watched the trailing edge of the wing as the flaps lowered 10%, accompanied by a high-pitched electric whir. The roar of the engines dropped to a soft whistle as the throttles automatically pulled back. At the 15-mile marker, the altimeter read 5,000 feet, and the airspeed had dropped to 200 knots. The passengers had the sensation that the plane was standing still in the air. The flaps whirred again and dropped to 20%. Another lower-pitched whir came from the landing gear doors. The gear unfolded, twisted down, and thumped as they locked into landing position. The flight attendants belted themselves into their jump seats. The pilots watched the approach through the windshield with one eye on the instruments. Ringo said, Gear down and locked. Flaps at 20%. Airspeed still at 200. Looks like we're coming in a little hot. Dex stared straight ahead. Ringo said, Dex? I heard you. Don't you think? I said I heard you. Ringo now looked straight ahead, his eyes a little wider. At one mile out, neither pilot was talking. They both stared straight ahead at the approach. The airspeed had automatically gone down ten knots. It was not enough. The wide-eyed Ringo looked over at Dex, who continued to stare straight ahead. As the plane passed over the end of the runway, it flared and leveled off above the surface. The airspeed held the huge plane aloft. A third of the landing surface was gone now, and Ringo grabbed his armrests. Just then, the throttles automatically pulled all the way back and the flaps whirred down to their fully deployed setting. The plane dropped the remaining ten feet to the runway, sending a huge cloud of smoke from the burning rubber. The spoilers flipped up as the brakes on the main gear grabbed, pressing all the passengers forward to the limits of their seatbelts. The engines screamed into reverse thrust while Dex and Ringo watched the warning lights at the far end of the runway. The plane came to a stop just before the yellow hash marks at the final turn to the service road. Dex and Ringo sat with their heads down and breathing heavily as the reverse thrusters died down and the engines resumed their quiet whistle. They took a moment to look at each other, but said nothing. The ground controller gave directions. Dex took the yoke in his hands for the first time since takeoff. As they'd been instructed before the flight, neither he nor Ringo had touched the yoke, turned a dial, flipped a switch, pushed a button or anything else to guide the plane to its destination. Dex turned on the intercom and gave his standard spiel. He gave the local time and temperature and welcomed the passengers to Philadelphia. He also interjected a short apology for the rough landing and finished by saying, 
Thank you for choosing Prudent Airlines. We hope to see you again soon. Dex and Ringo stood in their normal spots by the cockpit door as the passengers filed by. Many of them thanked the flight attendants who responded with wishes for a nice stay in Philadelphia. No one spoke to either of the pilots. Not directly, anyhow. All they heard was a low-volume comment as one of the frequent flyers passed through the hatch. Nice fucking landing, he said. Dex and Ringo looked at each other momentarily and then down at the floor.